You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Appreciate everybody listening in. It's a gloomy Tuesday, but we're four days away. Four freaking days away from Razorback football. Cannot wait. It's upon us. It's about to happen. It's happening this Saturday. It's all excitement here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, and it's going to continue that way because I am very, very glad and very honored to be able to have this next guest here on the podcast. We had McFadden when they were five days away. We had Tyler Wilson when they were eight days away. It only makes sense that with four days away, we got to welcome in the man, Jarius Wright, the former Razorback. It was awesome catching up with him and being able to talk more about what he thinks about the Razorback football team as well as his time at Arkansas, among other things as well. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right into it and go to the phone lines. Jarius Wright, former Razorback wide receiver. Great. Jarius, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, this is a, a crazy time for many reasons, but since it's game week, and I know you're a big Razorback fan, uh, just how how you feeling right now? How you feel that it is game week, and w- uh, what are you looking forward to this Razorback football season? Um, you know, I feel like, you know, just watching all these college games, I've been waiting to get a chance to see uh, what Arkansas is going to do. I got, you know, um, got high expectations for us this year uh, with the new coach and uh, just some of the old players that we're returning. So those high expectations, uh, talk about some of those, if you will, Jerry. So what what do you expect to see? What what kind of improvements do you expect to see with this team? Because, um, let's face it, they haven't been so good the past couple of years. Well, you know, um, we do have a new coach, and everybody, you know, they have their troubles always the first year. But, uh, you know, we're, we're returning a great receiving core. Um, we also have a great running back. We have a quarterback that has um, – that has SEC experience, and I know that, uh, you know, the coach is great at recruiting um, offensive linemen, so I'm, I'm ready to see the offense at work, and, and then our defense, uh, which, uh, you know, defense is always tough in the SEC, so uh, I, 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 I want to get a chance to watch them before I, uh, you know, give my expectations on them. Well, Jerris, you know, you were part of, when you were on the Razorback football team, your first year was also Bobby Petrino's first year as head coach. And so it was, uh, I'm sure, a pretty crazy time for many reasons. But uh, what was that like? Because I know that you weren't there uh, before Bobby Petrino live, but what was that like being there with a new system, with a new coach, with a new culture? What was that process like, especially for some of the veteran players who may have been around under Coach Nutt in that transition going on? Oh, You know, I think it was tough, especially for um, a lot of the older players who were there before me, I know the transition for them or it was a lot harder than what it was for me because when uh you know when the first freshman first got there with uh by Petrino, that's kind of all we knew, so that's what we were set on, but for the older guys that were used to nut uh Petrino probably ran the program a little different. Do was Jerry's think we may have a I can long... hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, right. sorry about that, go ahead, Jerry's. I was saying that, um, you know, for some of the older guys who were there with Coach Houston Nutt, it was probably a little harder transition for those guys because I think that Bobby Petrino ran the program a little different. 
But uh, for us incoming freshmen, you know, that's that's all we knew. So how, how was that mixed with the team then? Because that's kind of what we're looking at right now with the new coaching staff coming in. And you got, you know, the, the guys that Sam Pittman is trying to bring in and get his system in place. But also you have a lot of guys who have been there before. You know, it, it actually worked out kind of well. We didn't really have a lot of jealous older guys who who were mad because um, the younger guys were playing and things like that. Um, it was more just kind of getting used to it. But you realize once everybody buys into the program and once the coach can get everyone to buy in, you see the second year we come back and we go to the Liberty Bowl. So once you can get everybody to buy into the program, and, you know, as a coach, you, you have to spend that extra time with the guys. You have to show them that you care for them uh, more than just football. Uh, and I know that might sound crazy because a lot of people think, you know, football is just football. But, uh, you know, football actually taught me a lot a lot of life lessons. So, uh, and, you know, I think Coach Pittman has done a great job of also showing the kids that he cares for them. Because, you know, you know, getting an 18-year-old kid, uh, you, you kind of become his parent. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but um, you kind of take over the role of being his parent and having to watch over him and um, gaining that trust. And you also have to gain the trust of the older guys also. We'll continue our discussion with Jarius right here in just a second. But first, though, folks, I'm going to tell you about rockauto.com that, uh, you know, our vehicles, it needs they need help. You know, they always need uh, maintenance. They always need fixing. They always need all that good stuff. But some of you like to do it yourself. Some of you like to take it to a repair shop, which, you know, is fine. But some of you may like to own a repair shop and maybe do it yourself that way, too. No matter what it is. That's the great setup of rockauto.com is that you can go and visit their website and they have an amazing catalog of all different types of car parts for different makes and different models. Something as simple as a cup holder or something as complex as parts of the engine. I'm not even going to pretend to know what I'm talking about when it comes to cars, but I'm sure you do if you're needing these parts. And that's what rockauto.com does for you. They make it so easy and so affordable. And there's so many different car parts that you will never go there and be disappointed. It's really easy to use. It's very reliable. And that's the most important thing. No matter what you're using it for, they have you taken care of. So head over to rockauto.com. Check out the car parts that you will need for your vehicle. And when you're there, write locked on for the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you here on this podcast. Again, write locked on in the how did you hear about us box. They know that we sent you because at rockauto.com, they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you will ever need. Again, rockauto.com. Jay, you mentioned uh, buying into the program because there was no doubt that there was some of that missing with Chad Morrison in the past few years. You just didn't have uh, a lot of great communication between the coaches and players. But what do you remember about your time at Arkansas and how did Coach Petrino get everybody to buy in? Because I know the first year was a struggle, but what was it about how he went about his businesses, whether in practices or game? that got everyone to say, yeah, we're going through some tough times now, but we know that this is the direction we want to go. Well, even though, um, like you say, we know it was the SEC. We knew it was going to be tough. But, you know, stepping on the field with those guys, um, I mean, the way we practiced, the way we worked out, the way we prepared each and every week, um, you know, we, we knew we had something special. We knew we were preparing for something special. We knew that first year was – it was going to be tough, but the teams we played um, kind of prepared us for what was to come. 
And, you know, he preached that to us. And, you know, once we bought in, it was like, okay, um, we would go out, we would practice hard, we would work out hard. And we could feel, I guess, the team camaraderie building within, within ourselves. This was, you know, outside of, you know, the coaches and outside of the strength coaches, we could feel uh, what we were building as a team um, through each other. And and everybody was starting to buy in, and it was it was a good feeling. So how was it, Jarius, being able to play with a couple of guys you played high school with, and Greg Childs and Chris Gregg? Um, take us back to that, and maybe the recruitment process, and then all you guys going to Arkansas. Um, you know, that was it was it made it the the transition a lot easier because you know you didn't have to go into. Um, a college locker room looking for friends. You didn't have to, you know, go into a dorm, staying with people that you didn't know. Um, but also we got a lot of guys from Arkansas too, like Joe and DeAnthony and Jim Youngblood and Askew and all the, you know, we got a lot of guys from Arkansas that I basically already knew. And I knew what they were about. They knew what I was about. And I think that also, you know, helped us buy into the system. Um, before we decided, I mean, we all decided to, I mean, come up there together, I would say. And, I mean, it, it might sound crazy, but, um, you know, we talked why go make another state good when all of us can come up here and we can change our program around. And, you know, it, it's crazy that um, to look back and see what, what we accomplished there. Yeah, that, that was a crazy time, especially with the amount of talent that were on those football teams. And a guy that uh, I know that you're familiar with and is actually from the same area that's on this current roster, you mentioned the great wide receiver core. They have a few of them, but Traylon Burks is really the guy that most people are excited about. Uh, what do you make of his game, and, and what type of conversations have you had with him, especially since both of you guys uh, grew up and came from the same area? Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to brag about it, but, uh, you know, Traylon has been a little brother to me for a long time. Uh, I basically watched him watched him grow from, from like, knee. You know, people say knee height. Like, I've, I've seen him since he was that small. So uh, to see what he's going to accomplish, man, I, I, I can't wait until everybody else gets to see it. I know what he's capable of. And uh, it, it's going to be amazing. And then... You uh, you pair him with other guys like you know Trey Trey Knox and uh, Mike Woods and you know you get a quarterback in there uh, that that has the SEC experience and then you have have Boyd that running back you know uh, our offense is gonna and I'm an offense guy so you know I don't I don't like to speak too much on defense <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there now for for all the defensive guys that that might get mad at me uh, but. Uh, so just I can't wait to see this So, So, you mentioned not only you guys from the Warren area, but you had a lot of other in-state guys at the time. How important is that to a program like Arkansas? You know, it's huge to get um, the in-state guys for sure. Uh, not to say that the out-of-state guys don't care for the program just as much, but, you know, we don't have an NFL team. So most of the kids here grow up watching Arkansas Razorbacks and they care for this state and they care for their program on the whole another, on a, on another level that you know people might not even understand and i think that's kind of how it was with us you know um when i got up there uh i mean i played for more than just you know me i played for more than just my family i played 
for the whole state of Arkansas. And I went out there every Saturday for my state and put it on the line, you know, not just for me and not just for my family, but the name on the front of that jersey. Now, Jarius, when you bring that up, I know the Razorback fans love to hear that as well. But uh, when you talk about the wide receiver core and the guys that you were with, I mean, I've been putting up highlights every day, and it seems like any time that uh, I show some big pass from uh, that you caught or Joe or Greg or Kobe or any of those guys, it just seemed like it was a play just waiting to happen. And so kind of just looking at it from what you got is a, from coaching perspectives as a wide receiver, uh, what was it that made you guys so good? Obviously you were talented, but what was it that made you guys such a threat in the coaching realm? What did they improve you on? What did they work with you on? How did you get better as a Razorback during your time at Arkansas? Well, you know, that kind of just brings me back to what you kind of said earlier about, uh, about uh, like you say, the coaching and the trust in the coaches and how could he win our trust. Man, we, we worked hard in, in, that, in the receiver room particularly. Um, we had <laughs> we had Bobby's little brother, Paul Petrino, and he stayed on us. He stayed on us. Uh, we worked hard at running routes. We worked hard at conditioning. We we worked hard at practice each and every day. Um, I mean, I just can't say – I mean, I can't talk about the, the things they put us through so we were ready. Also, uh, Petrino was a – he was a heck of an offensive coordinator. You know, we knew that if we um, – that if we did everything right, we had at least 14 points on the board. And that's that's the type of trust that, you know, we we understood that. We trusted him that much to where we knew that if we did this right, that we would score. And it, that's exactly what happened. Jarris, you guys also had a lot of speed. And at one time at Arkansas, it seemed to be an emphasis on getting guys who – maybe ran track in high school, but also may have run some track once they got to college as well. Uh, what, do, what do you think as far as maybe getting back to some of that and getting some guys? We know that you need speed, but maybe getting some guys who actually ran track. Uh, you know, I wasn't a track guy. I wasn't a track guy in high school myself, but I could have ran track. Um, but, you know, he did a good job of recruiting track guys. Uh, you know, Kobe Hamilton was a track guy mm-hmm. and could run. So um, it's not a bad thing, but uh, not to, not to knock track guys, but sometimes track guys they aren't as tough as uh, football players. <laughs> but so if you can find some track guys that already play football, you know you just don't want to go and just recruit track guys. But if you can find some track guys that already you know have have football experience, that's that's always a plus. We'll continue our discussion with Jarius Wright, former Razorback wide receiver, here in just a moment. But first, this. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Jarius, I asked this question to Darren McFadden when he came on the show yesterday, and I want to ask it to you as well. I know that uh, obviously you probably still have an itch to play in the NFL and to play football, but what does the future for Jarius Wright hold? What is something you want to do? Is there, is there any plans in place? Uh, you kind of going with the flow? What What's going on in the life of Jarius Wright right now? Uh, you know, right now I'm still uh, I'm still trying to play in the NFL. I'm just I'm staying ready and waiting on my call, uh, you know, and if I get it, I'm ready. But, you know, I'm also um, I'm about to finish up school, and, you know, if the football thing don't work out for me, I, I, I've been thinking about kind of getting into some high school coaching. 
also, Jarius, it's not like you're far removed from the NFL. So is your phone still ringing these days? I know um, you, you have an agent. So is, is he actively working the phones to uh, get some opportunities for you? Actively working. Uh, you know, so like, uh, like I said, I'm just waiting on my opportunity, and I'm staying ready. So whenever I get the call, I'll definitely be ready to go. And, and we want to commend you on your community service. We know you're good friends with our guy, Tommy Norman. So good guy, and um, he listens to us. So really appreciate that as well. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm really good friends with Tommy Norman. Uh, you know, he's a great, great guy and uh, just a great guy to be around. You know, you try to put yourself around good people, and he's definitely one to be around. Well, Jairus, I know we, uh, we just got a few minutes left with you, but I do want to ask you because you kept bringing up Bobby Petrino and Coach Petrino and, and the impact that he had on you. He's now coaching at Missouri State, and uh, I know that uh, Razorback fans have always been interested in, in what his career. Have you had any contact with Coach Petrino? Do you still keep in contact? And what do you think? Uh, what do you think he'll do uh, up at Missouri State as head coach? Uh, you know, I do. Uh, I talk to Coach Petrino every now and then. Uh, we actually follow each other on, on Twitter, so we. We kind of keep in contact on Twitter. Uh, you know, he's a good coach. And, you know, it, you know, everything might have not been done right off the field, but uh, on the field, uh, he's like none other. Offensive, he's an offensive guru. And I think he's turn that program around. You give him enough time. You know, I think if you give him enough time, he'll turn any program around. So, um, speaking about an offensive guru and some of those good times at Arkansas, what are some of your favorite times? Uh, you know, I can't say that I, you know, I had a bad time. Um, Any time I stepped on the field on Saturday was a good time for me, and you know, I tried to show people through my play, uh, you know, how much fun it was to be there, how much fun it was to wear the Arkansas name and represent Arkansas in the right way. Uh, that's why when you turn on the field, you see some. You know, I tried to always score with the running back or whoever scored. You see us blocking downfield and things like that. That was just my way of showing people how fun it was and, um, you know, how good it was to be able to represent uh, such a great state. Well, well, Jarius, uh, I know we got one more question for you from Joe real quick before we get out so of here. So you talked about uh, blocking there. Is that something that you took pride upon yourself and it was instilled in you early? Or was that something you picked up once you got to college? You know, that was something I actually picked up once I got to college. Uh, um, in high school, I, you know, I played with three other D1 receivers, so, uh, you know, I didn't have to block for them too much. Uh, <laughs> but but, but uh, when we got to college, you know, we were, you know, we were taught to block just as much as we were taught to run routes. And, you know, once you – See what happened once you block downfield for the type of running backs we had, like Nile Davis, Ronnie Wingo, uh, DJ Johnson. Once you see those type of guys, you know, they made you want to block for them because you knew if you got your block that they were guaranteed to score. Well, Jarius, we really appreciate you hopping on with us, man. Uh, hopefully uh, we're able to catch up with you. I know it's fun for everybody four days away from Razorback football. I know you're excited as well but uh good luck the rest of the way hopefully uh you can find yourself on an nfl team this season and we'll be catching up with you later down the road i appreciate you and i um can't wait to see what our arkansas Razorbacks will have in store for us saturday that's absolutely right appreciate it jarius appreciate you
Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 